Hey y'all, it's Tarkeisha. Welcome to the Think Yourself Crazy Podcast, a podcast about all things overthinking. Here, we'll share information about overthinking, we'll share tips to stop overthinking, we will even discuss tips that will help you tame your thoughts. But most of all, I'm excited about getting you involved. Yep, you get to be a part of the podcast with me by sharing your overthinking stories and questions. It's quite simple. All you have to do is click the link to the jot form in the show description, and it's a few one-two steps to get your story and our question submitted. Often, you will hear me remind you that you too are worth best case scenario. So, without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Hey y'all, y'all know what day it is and what time it is. Yes, it is Tuesday, our Tuesday together, or whatever day you're um, listening to this um, podcast. But for us together, if you're listening, if you're listening to it on release day, it is Tuesday, and it is our time together. The time we get to come together and talk about what overthinking. So I wanna do a check-in as I always do. How are you guys doing? How's life treating you? How are you treating life? You know, we can give life a bad rap. Like I talked about y'all, how I give Mondays those bad raps. We can tend to give life a bad rap. So I'm wondering what are you doing to life and what is life doing to you? It is my hope, it is my sincere prayer that life is treating you well and that you in return are treating life just as great. As for me, you know your girl has been up and down, but I am here. I would not be me if I was not honest and transparent um, in where I am. And I will tell y'all, I am struggling a little bit, um, but I'm, I'm hanging in there. I am hanging in there, I'm doing my best. And, you know, I'm trying to stay out of my head in the midst of it, which we all know is a sincere challenge at at times when things don't seem to be going right, when we're hoping, when we're hoping for things to be different, or when we even have this idea of what um, should be different or going on differently in our lives. And so we sometimes get disappointed and I'm going to talk a little bit about that today. So, y'all, I am hope you don't mind. I'm going to use a little bit of my life to reflect on today and kind of where I am. But the last time we talked, I told you guys that I was going to Jamaica. Yes, man. I went to Montego Bay, Jamaica for five beautiful days, and it was simply amazing. Okay, American Airlines did us something dirty with the flight to and from but y'all that flight coming back home was really a doozy but we made it home and we made it home safe and in one piece but i promise you it's gonna be a minute before i take me and my talents on anywhere via american airline come on american y'all got to do better and let me tell you something let me give you a word of advice when you are delaying clients or, or customers, when you are making changes that affect your customers, communicate, communicate. I mean, communication is not just important in relationships and it's not just important, 
you know, um, at work. It is important with your customers. If you have something that's delayed, if you have a change, communicate. Send an email, send a text message. You have all means to contact us, especially flights, you know. So if you want to maintain our business, let us know what's going on. That's my vent to anybody that works for American Airlines, anybody that can get this to American Airlines. I did file my complaint. I don't feel like the um, compensation uh, really accommodated what, what we experienced to and from Jamaica. But hey, nevertheless, I'm not going to complain because guess what? There are other airlines and I'm just going to go over to those. I'll be telling y'all about that. I have an upcoming trip and I'm flying an airline that I've never flown before and it is out of the country and my sisters and friends is like girl are you sure you sure you want to do that yes i'm sure we're gonna see i'm gonna go with a little grace and a little prayer i mean can it get any worse than what american airline did but anyway outside of that jamaica was super amazing i'd never been before it was my first time going and i'm definitely going back um hopefully this year i have a friend that's planning a trip to jamaica and she invited me to be included and so your girl is getting herself together she's making sure she can schedule herself to that jamaica trip so y'all it was beautiful oh my goodness the food and eh, i'm from louisiana and you know when we go other places we have this expectation that food is going to taste amazing that doesn't happen that does not happen very often that i can really find food that reminds us of home so then when i get home i want to binge eat on food that I probably shouldn't be eating. But I'm like, oh, I just got to make up. Because one of my favorite things to do when traveling is eating. Even though it is not um, the food that I get at home, I feel like it gives me permission to just eat to it. You know, when, when you travel, I feel like you just, all bets are off. Eat, enjoy. You know, you're only going to be here for a few days. Live it up. And I ain't going to lie to y'all. I do it. I come back and I hit that workout and I try to jump back on a healthier eating regimen. But when I'm traveling, I ain't thinking about no diet, okay? I tried that a few weeks ago or a couple months ago when I went to Dallas. Girl, when we went to brunch, dude, when we went to brunch, I was like, forget that. I'm, I told my friend, I said, girl, look, I'm going to jump back on after brunch, right? But anyway, the food was great. The vibe was great. We stayed at a resort. It was absolutely beautiful and amazing. Um, the drinks, ooh, y'all, you have not had a good rum punch until you had it in Jamaica. Rum punch, yes, that was my little gig in Jamaica. And then the company was great. I had a really good time. You know, with those that I went with. And, and I mean, Jamaica just was an amazing experience. And I can't wait to go back. So I promised to share with y'all about that. And I told you guys, I think that I would be a better podcaster. Or no, I told my clients that I would be a better therapist. Y'all, I still need a break. And I still want a break. But those are coming and I'm excited about it. But until then, I got to get back to it. I got to get back to think yourself crazy. I have to get back to um, soar, making sure that everything is flowing and back to home and, you know, essentially back to me. And then dealing with some of those things that I mentioned to you guys, you know, at the beginning of this podcast that I am just kind of really in a in a place of struggle and disappointment. Um and just overthinking really and so i am dealing with it in therapy i'm not gonna use this as my vent session or my therapeutic session 
but I will use some of those things to hopefully, you know, get across those the, the topic for today. But before we jump into our topic for today, I want to check in to see if you guys did your homework from at at don't do that. So remember, I wanted you guys to do a thorough assessment that really assessed how overthinking is affecting you in different areas of your life, such as physical, mental, emotional, environmental how um social how has overthinking affected you because remember we want to understand where this thing is kind of affecting our lives what area it's impacting so that we can then understand the why why it's impacting me there and then essentially we're going to get to the how we stop it you know how we stop that ish how we discontinue overthinking and again the podcast ongoing is going to answer your how is going to provide you with tools and resources to get to your um how so did you guys do that did you guys create your assessment if you did not i urge you go back listen to episode five at, at don't do that which was the consequences of um overthinking and i want you to take time to really sit down and assess yourself you can do it alone you can do it over a course of time if you want to get a couple of your friends together y'all listen to the podcast and then y'all do it together i think it's uber important that we understand where these things are affecting us i know where overthinking affects me i know the primary area of my life where overthinking can really set in and you know set up camp and cause destruction in my life i am very much aware of it i know what triggers it i know you know what makes me tend to stay there and explore there a lot longer than i actually should be and so my challenge to you is that i want you to sit back i want you to assess yourself i want you to think about how is this thing navigating my life how is it controlling my life where do i need to you know take a pause and you know really look and reflect because it's affecting me in my relationship or it's affecting me and my ability to make rational decisions or it's affecting me you know in my parenting where is overthinking affecting you so go back and listen to the last episode if you haven't done that or if you need a reminder of what exactly um i encourage you guys to do so that you can um take that assessment and then um making sure that you stay in strength focus that was our tip our don't you wear your pretty little head tip for last week was making sure that you stay strength focused and that you're staying positive and you focus on problem solving. We want to resolve things. We don't want to mull over them and just kind of sit with them and allow them to grow and to be big in our lives. We really want to um, make sure that we are being very positive. If, if you've read my book, Little Girl Arise, I talked about venting and how it's okay to vent, but we want to be productive venters when i was supervising heavily um in a mental health sector i used to tell people all the time you can come complain to me but at the end of the day we're going to come we're going to come together and find a solution and so that is what we want to do we don't want our overthinking to just run rampant we want to be able to find a solution if we're going to think about something if we're going to focus on something we want to um be able to find a solution so it is super 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 important that we are using those tips that we put out weekly okay or every other week when we um release the episodes 
I urge you to use them. Why? Because that is the real way that we're going to unlearn this behavior. I don't want to just sit and talk to you guys. I mean, I do. I love talking. It's my thing, right? But I want you guys to actually use it. I want at the end of the day that we find that all this information that we're using, that we're practicing is helpful and that we, we can go from the listening phase to the actual implementation and application phase. Works for y'all? Works for me. All right. So now that we've caught up on my little life, my little trip, um, I think I told you guys that Sugar Baby is good. If not... Sugar Baby is good. Um, his, um, the, the doctor, Dr. Stringer, his vet, sent his mask to be tested at LSU here in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And it came back as a word that I cannot pronounce, but it was benign. And so it is non-cancerous. My boy is back. We went and got those sutures out when I came back from Jamaica about a week later. And he is bouncing off the walls, running, you know, back to his self. So if you pray for him, if you thought about him and myself as well as Spencer Reed, I am grateful for you, y'all. My pups are my life. Um, now, don't think I don't want kids. I think that's a misconception because it's been a long time since I've had a child after the, the loss of Jaden. And then I kind of started getting pups. I did not replace the desire for children with dogs, okay? I am just waiting until that time comes, you know. Um, but in the meantime, they give me very good practice on being responsible. Because if you have dogs, you know that it requires a lot of responsibility. And so my pups have given me um, an opportunity to learn how to be more responsible and do things, you know, that I don't always necessarily want to do. Um, so thank you for praying for him. My boy has bounced back. All right. So this week, I want to talk about something that is super special to me. We won't come from the book. Um, Stop overthinking that we've been using. We won't come from that a whole lot this uh, particular episode. But we will go back to um, the book in the upcoming episode. And y'all, I have some super fun things that are in the works that I'm collaborating with some people to do. And I'm excited, but I'm gonna try to tell y'all a little bit more about that later. Let's get into today's information. And today I want to take a spiritual look as it relates to overthinking. Keisha, how you wrap that together? How did you wrap a spiritual look into overthinking? Well, you know, as our closing scripture tells us, it advises us on how to think. And so that um, scripture doesn't say, hey, overthink about your relationship, your finances, your health. Overthink about the things that, you know, upset you last week. Overthink about the things that um, put you in a bad place. No, that thing, that scripture, um, Philippians 4, 8 through 9, tells us, to think about things that are true and noble and reputable and authentic and compelling, those things that are gracious, the things that are the best and not the worst, the best and not the worst. We are not spending our brain power, our brain time on those things that are the best. If we were just honest, we aren't spending it on the things that are the best. We're usually spending it on the things that are the worst, the things that upset us, the things that disappoint us. And so... It tells us in that scripture that we have to put into practice what we learned and heard and saw. And if we do that, all the things that concern us, all the things that are relevant to us, 
all the things that matter to us that the God who makes everything work together. You know that scripture, Romans 8, 28, where it says he works all things for our good. Everything that concerns us, he will make it work for our good in his most excellent harmonies. So I'm even reminding myself because y'all, I'm really in a ugh, place. I can't even put a, a word on it. But it, this scripture reminds me, and I need to really, you know, read it daily, read it multiple times a day, that he's working it together in his most perfect harmonies. I want it in Keisha's harmonies. I know that most of you guys probably want it in your own particular harmonies, right? Or your own particular desires. But he works it in his most excellent, not just his good, not just his great, but it's his most excellent. And so for me, that tells me it's in the best of the best of the best. God doesn't give us piss poor. He don't give us half done. He doesn't give us, okay, just a little sprinkle there. He give us his excellence, his best. That's what he wants for us. And so he's telling us, I don't want you to think on the things that are negative. I don't want you to think on the things that are not working for you. I don't want you to think on the things that kind of defeat you. I want you to think on the best because that's what I'm creating for you. So let me give you an example who back in uh, twenty late late twenty sixteen probably early twenty seventeen I decided to sell my house. I had a house that I had been living in since twenty twelve. Absolutely loved my house. Absolutely loved my yard. All that, but decided to sell the house because I wanted to come back closer into the city. I felt like it would be closer to work and just different reasons, not all smart reasons. But I decided to sell my house. Right. Well, my house went pretty quickly. We figured that it would, and I started to look for another house. I had to purchase, I'm sorry, I had to sell my first house before I purchased my next house. You know how that works, right? So we, what we had, what we did it like is that the same day that I would close on the house that I was selling, I would close on my new home and then they would give me a little time to um it, it, it would give me like a few more days to get all of my things out of my current house into the new house right so the new owners for, for what was my current house and so as we were doing the final um inspections and evaluations and all that we had foundation issues in the house that i was purchasing and the investors that purchased this house because it was a flooded home, they didn't really want to put any more money into the house. And y'all, it was like a $20,000 foundation issue. So definitely not what I wanted to pay. They did not even want to make a sensible adjustment in price to where I could afford to, to pay, you know, to get the foundation. So anyway, the same day that I was selling my house, my house fell through on the deal fell through on the house that i was buying talk about tragic y'all since about since i left home for college i've lived on my own of course i lived in a dorm for like a year and a half then i had an apartment with a roommate but then in 2005 when i got pregnant i got an apartment on my own and i've lived on my own since then okay and i'm now 38 okay so that's a real long time let's say around 22 I started living completely on my own. Even when I moved back 
um, from Lafayette to Baton Rouge. I stayed with my mom just two weeks while they prepared my apartment, but I've always lived on my own. So at this point, I don't have anywhere to go. So I decided that I would stay with my little sister for a while until we found a house. Because remember, now my house, the deal completely fell through. I have to find a whole new house. And I'm just picking houses at this point. Oh, I'll take this one. Oh, I'll take that one. But something kept going, falling wrong with each house, even though they were beautiful to the eye. You know, when we would get inspections back or, you know, get information back, it would be something wrong with the house. Now, I had told God what I wanted in the house. Y'all, and I was, I was just taking whatever house, right? So at this point, I'm like, Forget it. Forget it. I remember telling my realtor, you know what? I'm just going to get an apartment. Forget it. I can't keep staying with my sister. I'm used to my own space. Um, I want out of this whole ordeal. I'm frustrated. I'm disappointed. I'm like, like, why would I sell my house? Why would you even advise me to do that? I'm taking it out on my realtor, right? I was so frustrated, so pissed off, to be completely honest with you guys. I remember skipping work one day. And I just laid on the floor of my sister's apartment and I cried all day. I started pulling up um, information to find an apartment because I was like, this is just not going to work for me. Y'all, I'm going somewhere with this story, I promise. So one of my friends who worked with me or a colleague who worked with me, she called me. She's like, oh, you need to go see this house. It's, it's nearby. You know, I went and saw it today, but it's out of my price um, range. But you should go see this house. So I'm like, cool. Call my Realtor, we go to the house and I get in the I get there before my realtor and I'm waiting on the driveway, waiting in the driveway. And so someone else pulled up. I'm like, oh man, somebody else is gonna see this house before me. And when it's a house that I'm relatively, you know, interested in, I want anybody to look at it because I want to be able to hurry up and put my offer in. Well, my realtor uh, gets there and he's talking to the other realtor, and they say that there's a contract on the house. I can't even go in the house at this point, okay? I'm pissed. I And y'all, you got to know when I'm really expecting something and I want something, I'll get to crying. And so I started crying and I'm just like, oh. So the other realtor was like, you see that house right there? They're just starting on that house. No one, you know, there's no contract on it. There was not even a... Um, the realtor sign, like the for sale sign, it was just like a we buy houses, you know, catch us while we're customizing, something like that. And so I was like, um, they was like, you should really go take a look at it. It's a big, nice house. So we walk over because it was literally that close and we look at the house and some guys were just in here painting. It was really just the walls up. So it was just wall, you know, and so I'm just looking and y'all. From the number of bedrooms that I wanted. I wanted a living room and a den. I wanted a kitchen. I wanted a separate room that could be an office. Really, I wanted a, a certain number of bedrooms so that one could be an office. But this one offered like the number of bedrooms that I desired, but another space that could serve as an office. Or for me, you know, one of them could be a workout room. They had like an enclosed patio. And then the the um guy who was painting he was just sitting down he said oh go in the backyard they got a big pool i walk in the backyard big humongous pool 
absolutely everything that I had said to God that I wanted in my house, but I was just settling for a house. So that night I went home and I was just praying and I was trying to encourage myself because remember, I had been looking for these very same day apartments. And God said to me in the shower that night, I'm trying to give you my best, but you're settling. You are taking whatever, a house that you're not even going to want to be in for more than five years. You'll outgrow it or it won't give you the most appropriate space that you're thinking you're wanting. You're taking houses that have less bedrooms than you want. It only has the one living space. Like, girl, I'm trying to give you my best, but you really pushing my hand. And if I let you get in this other house, then what? Y'all, so while I'm thinking defeated, like, oh, well, God ain't pulling for me. My realtor ain't pulling for me. Nothing is working for me. All the whole time, God was trying to give me my best. Yeah, by closing that house on the day that I was supposed to close and move in. By making me stay with my sister for a while. What I'm trying to say is a lot of times we get so zoned in and focused on what our plans is that we won't get on his, right? We won't tap in to see, well, this is what God has for me. This is what he wants for me. And so then we get in stuck in relationships, in jobs. Oh, how many of you have taken a job because it offered so much money but took away all your peace? You know, we get stuck in friendships. We get stuck in obligations of events and 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 responsibilities that ain't nowhere near what we want to do. But if we take a minute to reflect on God, we will really see that I'm holding you up. I'm delaying a process. I'm making you wait because I have my best in mind for you. I have my best intention. And so that said, what I have learned was that God really does perfect the things that concern us. So if it is concerning you, God is perfecting it. You do not have to lose sleep overthinking you do not have to over process it you don't have to figure it out yourself you don't have to come up with the plans on your own if it is concerning you god is perfecting it now let me tell you recently in my own therapy session y'all we had this whole revelation about things that god is perfecting in concern to us and one of those things was that not only does he perfect the things that concern you so the things that are about you. When I read that scripture all these years, I read those that scripture as he's perfecting the things that's concerning me. So the things that are about me, the things that are related to me. He's perfecting my work life. He's protect, for perfecting my love life. He's perfecting, you know, my ability to produce in business. He's perfecting my ability to interact with others. Anything that's about me. He's perfecting my health. He's perfecting my finances. Anything that's about me, that's related to me, that has anything to do with me, God is perfecting that. Until about a month ago, and I wrote this episode then, it's, it's a little bit over a month ago now, probably close to two months ago, when he made me realize what perfecting me, concerning the things that perfect me meant. When I looked at it in a different light with the help of my therapist, God is perfecting the things concerning me. So not just those things that are relative to me, but also the things that concern me. 
Also the things that keep me up at night. Also the things that cause my mind to drift. The things that are causing me to overthink. The things that are in the pit of my mind that people don't even know about. He's perfecting those things because they concern me. The things that I go into my worry hour and my thought hour and I think about. He's perfecting those things. So y'all, everything that you that concerns you as it relates that's related to you. He's perfecting, but also those things that worry you. Also those things that provoke tears and emotions and sadness and frustration and anger and even sometimes rage and discontentment. Those disappointments that concern you. Our God is perfecting it. Y'all, I'm not preaching. I may be a little bit emotional about it or a little bit more passionate about it in this episode because it's a reminder for me. This episode this week is really for all of us. It is for me. It is a reminder that Tarkisha, God is perfecting that thing. You're up worried about it. You're crying about it. You're talking to all these different people about it, but God is really perfecting it. Allow him. Why is he perfecting it? Because he gave us a promise that he will perfect the things that concern us. And so I now understand that to be that he perfect the things that concern me, that is relative to me, that's about me. But he also perfects the things that worries me. But this is the thing. I have to bring it to him. I got to cast my care. I can't just carry it and hold it. I've been in a place these last couple of weeks where it's like, I'm not even praying about it. I'm not even talking to God about it. You know, I'm just being very vulnerable and transparent with you guys. I was like, I'm holding it to myself, whatever. God ain't moving on my time is really where I've been, right? But God has been showing me, girl, I'm perfecting that thing. I'm working that thing out for you. It's concerning you. And behind the scenes, the part that you can't see, you know how we watch reality shows and then later on they may show us unseen footage or sit things that happen behind the scenes. When, when we have conferences, there's some behind the scene work. He's like, I'm working behind the scenes. So stuff you can't even see. That worry that you had last night that made you not sleep for a little while, I'm perfecting that thing. That financial situation, I'm perfecting that. That education situation, got that too. I'm perfecting that. That thing that made you feel like, oh, I can't eat today. I'm I'm good. I'm just too nauseated. I'm too worried. I'm too upset. Perfecting that too. I got you, girl. I got you. I'm perfecting the things that concern you. Why? Because I want only the best for you, not the worst. I want only good things for you, not the poor things. So you have to be willing to allow me to perfect it in my way. And here's the thing, y'all. In his timing. I want it on Keisha's time and I'm not lying. Keisha's time is right now. Keisha's time is past due. Yeah. If, 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 if we were to be honest, a lot of the things that I've been hoping for and wishing for and waiting on, they're past due in my opinion. But God reminds us, listen, in my most excellent harmonies, not yours. Not yours. Because my thing is going to be good. And it's going to be a long-term thing. You're not going to be able to have this house and keep it for a little while. You're going to be able to have this house and keep it for as long as you want to. But you got to let me. And you'll be able to keep it as long as you want to because it will have everything that you asked me for. It won't be lacking anything. But if you jump and get that apartment, you're going to lose money. <laughs> if you jump and take another house, you're going to be dissatisfied. I'm perfecting the thing. That's concerned. The reason why you missed work today and you laid out on that floor, 
the reason why you know you can't seem to stop crying the reason why you can't find any peace i'm perfecting that because i love you so there's a scripture um and i'm reading the message translation it comes from psalms 138 7 through 8 it says when i walk into the thick of trouble keep me alive in the angry turmoil with one hand strike oh i done wrote it bad y'all okay i'm sorry i'm gonna start over when i walk into the thick of trouble keep me alive in the angry turmoil with one hand strike my foes with your other hand save me finish what you started in me god your love is eternal don't quit on me don't quit on me in the new king james version that verse 8 says the lord will perfect that which concerns me your mercy O lord endures forever do not forsake the works of your hands he perfects the things that concern us y'all he ain't forgot about us he will not forget about us he cannot forget about us and guess what i'm getting back to the point that i won't let him i remember it was a message i heard before and it said remind god of his promises take him back in his word to where he said that he was going to perfect those things lord you told me you would perfect the things i need you to you told me that I can have this. You told me that I would make this type of money. You told me that I would have this type of business or this type of job, this type of family or marriage or relationship. You told me that healing was for me. You told me you handled all those things. Remind him of his promises. Remind him of the things that he's done before. Remember when I had a hard time before, Lord God, I'm reminding myself, but I'm reminding you that I need you to come through and perfect this thing just like you did that last thing. Y'all, look, I don't want to tarry and keep, you know, holding you on to this, but I want you to understand the significance of him perfecting the things, not just the things that are about you. I want you to get the deeper revelation like I got that not only is he perfecting the things that are about me, but he's perfecting the things that concerns me, the things that worry me, the things that cause me to overthink, the things that cause me to, to lose sleep at night, the things that cause me to feel like I'm problem solving, but the problem is not being resolved. He's perfecting that thing. Give him time. Give him time. And the thing is, how do I apply this to overthinking? If I know that God is perfecting it, why am I holding on to it? Why am I carrying it? Why am I continuously thinking about it? Why am I losing sleep? If I have confidence in his ability to perfect the thing that concerns me, why am I making a big deal of this thing? Mm -mm. I ain't doing that. I'm going to stop that ish. Because he got this He got this taken care of. I ain't running. You know, I, I, my friend, um, Dr. Donna Bourne, she made a post this week and it said running is a sport not a solution donna Bourne said running is a sport not a solution when she posted that my my little facebook reaction was wow because so many times we want to run from that thing we're scared of it. we disappointed i just want out i want to run i want to leave it behind that running is a is an exercise it's a sport 
that's for an athlete or for somebody that's working on their fitness. It is not a solution to our problems. So when we want to spaz out and we want to run and we want to go because it's not working or when we want to overthink because it's not working, we got to remind ourselves he's perfecting this thing so I can leave it alone. I can go to sleep tonight because God is perfecting it because it concerns me. And so I want you to remind yourself this week, your don't you worry your pretty little head tip. That's, that's a part of this as well as your homework for this week. When you get to worrying, when you get to overthinking, when you get to overanalyzing and overprocessing a thing, that you tell yourself, I'm not doing this today because God is perfecting it because it's concerning me. I want you to write a sticky note. Put it on your mirror. Put it on your car. Put a reminder in your phone. He's perfecting the things that concern me and that are concerning me. Add that into that scripture so that you'll remind yourself regular. God is perfecting the things that concern me and those things that are concerning me. You got to see how it can be used in, in, in two different ways. So if I read that scripture in the New King James Version, it would say the Lord will perfect that which concerns and that which is concerning me. That's what he's doing. That's what, he's, that's, that's what he's doing. And so that's how we apply this to overthinking. But when I go into that place where I'm overthinking, that thing right there, that health issue, that financial issue, that relational issue, that school issue, that issue with my child, he's perfecting this thing. Because not only does it concern me, not only is it about me, but it also is concerning me. I hope that helped y'all. I hope I ain't take y'all too, too deep, too far out because I want to reel you back in and we're going to do that in our upcoming session segments. But I want you to know that everything about you, my friend, my dear listener, I promise you he's perfecting it. And that's why you don't have to overthink about it. That's why you don't have to mull over it and just kind of stay stuck in it. That's why you can stay filling your minds and meditating on things that are true and noble and reputable and authentic and compelling and gracious. Things that are best, not worse. Things are beautiful, not ugly. Things that are praiseworthy and not a curse. That's why you can do it because he's perfecting it already. So you can perfect on the other side of financial issues. You can perfect on the other side of what doesn't seem like the best love life. You can be perfecting. You know, you, you can be thinking on the perfection side of problems with your children. Problem with your ability to make decisions that are good and healthy for you. Because he's perfecting those things behind the scene. So this week's homework and don't you worry your pretty little head technique is to speak to that thing when you get to overthinking and worrying. Stopping yourself in your track and say, oh, he's perfecting that. Because it concerns me and it's concerning me. All right. Yes. I hope that's helpful. All right. All right. Y'all. Thank y'all um, so much for sticking with me today. I did not give a disclaimer, but um, I know today's episode is a little bit longer than what we initially promised. So what if I made a little change here, especially since we are right now only meeting um, every other week? What if I move to say that we're going to have like 30 to 45 minute sessions? Can we do that? Okay, so yeah, 
Thank y'all. Let's, let's say 30, 45 minutes so I can still be mindful of your time so you still don't think that this is a super long, drawn-out podcast. Hopefully, when they are long, they're really engaging and we have some information that's good for you that you're actually maybe taking notes, jotting down. Look, I always on Instagram, you can follow me at, the handle is at thinkyourselfcrazy. And I always, you know, either later in the day that the podcast has released or the, within the next couple of days, I put um, up a post so that you can post your takeaway. So you can go over and follow us on Instagram again at think yourself crazy and, you know, drop what your takeaway was. What, what did you like about today's episode? You know, or each episode that we, um, release what was the thing that stuck with you what resonated with you what do you feel like you're really going to um focus in on and then even come back and share like what are you working as it relates to your tips that you're using um so yeah so i we i want to make them as i've always said the the podcast meaningful and the information that you guys gain here. I wanted to make sure that I am making good investment of your time because I do realize there are other things that you can be doing. I don't want to hold you up from doing those things. Here are great times to listen to the podcast. Someone asked me, man, when do you make time to listen to podcasts? I listen to podcasts when I'm working out. I listen to them when I'm getting ready in the morning. Um, I listen to them when I'm walking my pups. Listen to them when I'm riding in my car. You have to find what part of your day um, is conducive for you. Where can you give it your attention? Now, if you like to write notes, of course, you can't do it while you're doing some of the other things. You might just carve out time. So listen, this is what I'm thinking. It's been a minute since I recorded because, y'all, I have been... <laughs> Look, I think I told y'all TV is my thing. I have been watching these TV shows. And so at every break during the day when I don't have clients and time I get off, you know, um, work every afternoon or evening once I leave the gym or even on the weekends when I may not have anything to do or, you know, if I'm at home, I want to watch TV. And so I was like, girl, you need to get to this podcast. You need to get to recording because I don't want to be behind. So you have to find what time is conducive for you especially if you're writing notes. So I was saying that about the TV time is that you might say, I'm not going to watch TV for an hour. I'm going to listen to a podcast that feeds into me, you know, unlike TV, because if you like me, you're watching reality TV that's probably full of laughter and drama, you know, but it will create time for you to actually sit and take notes. So that's what I do. That's what I find that works for me. But let's go ahead and get into the... um question of the day again remember i am skipping the stories for probably another three or four episodes we're gonna come you guys got kind of my story today but the stories from the listeners we'll talk about that at the end of the podcast but i'm gonna skip those and we're gonna go into the thought tamer segment and remember that segment is where we answer the questions that you send in you can send in your questions by using the jot form if you have a question that you'd like us to specifically address on the podcast as it relates to overthinking negative thinking adverse thinking um, anything as it relates to, you know, that is an extension of overthinking. If it's something that you'd like me to ask, discuss, do some research and bring you some information back about, you can complete the jot form that's in the show notes. Okay. 
Um, I welcome your questions. I've been getting questions and I'm getting them answered um, in the episodes. I'm usually trying to answer at least one question, depending on what time is like. I may get to answer two. So today's Thought Tamer segment, the question that I received asks, is overthinking a habit? So what's a habit? I'm going to give y'all a minute to think about what's a habit. No, really, I want y'all to think about it. All right, you got it? So a habit is a settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. Oh, that one got me. A habit is a settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. So is overthinking a habit? Based on the definition that I have just provided you about, or the definition of habit, would you say that overthinking is a habit? When I read that hard to give up, I said to myself, overthinking is definitely a habit. And I might even add that it's a bad habit. It's something that we want to get rid of. So while overthinking may not seem like a habit at the start of it, it can quickly become one without us even realizing it because it forms a thought pattern if left unchecked. It can spiral out of control as we've talked about and it can become a permanent habit. It can become something that we do with every situation. It can, you know, it it almost becomes natural that I overthink about a situation you know, whenever things arrive. So overthinking leads to um, real, like we said, sprout thinking, loose thinking, entertaining a whole bunch of ideas that sometimes don't make much sense. So overthinking doesn't lead to problem solving. It doesn't lead to getting um things done it doesn't lead to finding resolutions right it doesn't lead us to a place of where we find something that hey this works for us overthinking usually keeps us stuck you know you'll hear me say it often overthinking creates um a barrier to our productivity this is why it is really 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 important to remember that this activity doesn't generate positive results Overthinking doesn't generate positive results. This is going to be one of my takeaways. Overthinking doesn't generate positive results. Think about it. I want you to take a situation that you recently had some overthinking about. I want you to pick out three positive results that came from that overthinking situation. Three. Three is not a big number. I can't think of one if if I like I have in my mind right now as I'm, I'm talking to you guys about the most recent overthinking situation that I engaged in, you know, with myself, and I can't think of three. I can't think of one positive thing. Nothing but I got frustrated. I got discouraged. You know, I, I started struggling with some depressive symptoms. Because it was not, it was showing me all the bad. That's the thing. When we are overthinking, we're not thinking about good. We're not thinking about best case scenario. We are thinking about all those negative things. So 
it doesn't generate positive results, okay? As we all know, it is good to catch a habit when it first starts forming. Another bad habit that I'm just thinking, I'm not judging anybody who does this. If you do this, fine by me. It's your health. It's your choice. It's your decision. Smoking is a bad habit. Some people start to smoke because they say it's a stress reliever. If you know that this is a bad habit, you got you can't go days smoking. And I'm talking about, and I'm just gonna be real, weed or cigarettes. You can't do that multiple times and think you're not gonna start a habit. You got to cut that thing at the beginning. You know, so once you realize I'm overthinking, in order to stop that habit, you have to interrupt it when you first acknowledge that it's happening or that you're engaging in it multiple times or you're engaging in it frequently or it will become a permanent behavior. Habits can become permanent behavior. Write that down. Habits can become permanent behavior. Do you want bad habits to become permanent bad behavior? Okay. We want you to interrupt that overthinking. We don't want this to be a habit. So to the person, to the listener, to my dear overthinker that asks, well, hey, is overthinking even a bad habit? Yes, my dear, it is. And I don't want you to do it. I want you to stop that ish. I want me to stop that ish. I want us to, you know, bottle that thing up and get rid of it. Put it out with your trash when you put it out this week, right? Because it is not serving us any purpose. Remember, nothing positive comes from it. So how do we stop bad habits? You know, we, we hear those things about it takes 21 days to start or stop a habit. We have to intentionally stop the behavior when it happens. We have to intentionally reframe, redirect, use our um, worry and thought time, use our affirmations. We have to consistently use those tips that stop me from um, overthinking. When I notice myself doing it, it's not saying, oh, okay, well, I'm already in the middle of doing it. Let me keep it up. No, stop yourself and let me do something else. Let me re redirect myself. So yes, my friends, my listeners, the my fellow overthinkers, it thinkers, it is a bad habit and it's a habit that we want to interrupt now. Why? Because we want to be productive. Because we want positive results. Because we want to think on the things that are good. We don't want to become um, so stressed and overwhelmed with thinking worst case scenario all the time. We don't want to think of all the what if it doesn't. We want that opportunity to think, what if it does? What if I do get the promotion? What if I do get the raise at work? What if my kid does pass this school year? What if those results at the doctor come back negative? The what if in the positive. We don't want to spend our time, you know, really drowning ourselves in the negative because that's exactly what tends to happen when we get lost in, in overthinking. So this is a bad habit. Remember, overthinking is a bad habit. And if I can remind you, a habit is a settled or regular tendency or practice 
especially one that is hard to give up. If you have found overthinking to be something hard for you to stop, you've not been able to quit cold turkey, you haven't been able to easily redirect yourself, you haven't been able to, able to um, easily refrain, it's a habit. And it's a negative one that we want to stop. We want to discontinue that behavior so that we can be productive in our thinking and we can see the positive results. Again, listener, thank you so much for that question. You guys, don't forget, you can send in your question and we can entertain it right here on the podcast. I'll go and gather some information as we bring bring questions. We have plenty that I'll continue to, to answer and respond to. But look, I want y'all to, I'm not saying this for my health. I'm not saying this just to say it every week or every time we, we produce a podcast. Send in your questions. We want to answer them. We want to help you. I don't want to answer them just for us to chit-chat, but I want to be able to help you who asked the question, but there are other people who have your same question or who has been wondering the very same thing, and I want to be able to help them. So let's transition to our Don't You Worry Your Pretty Little Head segment. And of course, as you guys know, because I talk about it all the time, this is the segment where we focus in on a particular skill or technique or tip that we're going to use between now and the next um, podcast session to discontinue, to interrupt overthinking. As I always remind you guys, then when I give a new tip, it is not for you to dis- discontinue previous tips. I want you to continue those tips. I, what we're doing, like we said the, um, during the last episode, is adding them to our overthinker toolbox. I'm putting these in place because I'm going to use these in the future. You know, I'm going to use them when they apply. Having more tools will make you more successful. Now, I can't use an example about like a carpenter or whatever, but you know, when you they have more tools, they have sometimes... This this screwdriver didn't work. This, this Phillips didn't work. They need a flathead. Or maybe they need something else, you know. Um, and so having all of these tips in your toolbox or all these tools in your toolbox gives you more, um, increases your chances of being successful in stopping overthinking. So the last few weeks we've been talking about several things. Today I want to add one that I personally like. And I use it in a variety of areas, not just overthinking, but I think I shared maybe in the second episode how this really helped when I had problems with the first episode. So this week, I want you to incorporate music. Yes, I want you to incorporate music when you're overthinking. Why, Tarkeisha? How, Tarkeisha? Like, why does that even make sense? Music for us sometimes proves as a healthy distraction and it definitely has the tendency to change our mood. So when I'm working with clients, I always, I often tell them when you're angry, you don't listen to no, I was going to name rappers, but I'm not going to name rappers, but you don't listen to no rap, beat it up, cut it up, go test something down. When you a female and you are to your limit with your dude, you don't go listen to no bust your windows out your car. That will have us with charges. That'll have us doing something we ain't we not supposed to be doing. Like totally messed up. Oh, I'm mad at him. He didn't push my button. I'm going bust the windows out his car. 
No, sis, we can't do that. So generally when we are dealing with anger and very, very high emotions, I, I advise people that they don't listen to that type of music. They have to find something different. This week, your challenge is to find music, find a song, be it um, an instrumental or, you know, something with lyrics that put you in a good place. It can be a gospel song. It can be a R&B. It could be some type of rap that's motivational. It could be something that I'm going to, when I have an um, overthinking moment and I need to get out of my head, I'm going to put my favorite song on. I'm going to put on that song that makes me vibe, that makes me feel real good so that I can intentionally distract myself. So sometimes it's hard to reframe. Sometimes it's hard to assess you know, what, what this is doing for me. Sometimes it's hard to go into thought time and just be quiet and still not overthink. But music is a complete distraction from what's going on. Put those headbuds on, you know, if you're at work, if you're out in a place where your music can't be loud. If you're at home, put your speaker on and not only listen to the music, but groove to it. I mean, snap, dance, get all around. When I'm in certain moods, I put music on and I dance all over my room, my bathroom. I might be getting dressed in the morning and I'm in a mood or I need something to help thrust me into Monday. And so I'll put music on and I'm just jazzing. And my dog's coming in there and they jumping all on me. They think something is wrong, but I'm just having a good time. And you will see how it changes your mood. It changes your thought. If you was thinking about something that was bringing you down, it's likely going to lift you up. So there are songs like, I remember wearing this song out. Y'all might laugh at me, but a lot of y'all gonna agree with me. That Pharrell Williams song, Happy, when I used to be down in the dumps because during that time I was going through some different things in my life, I would put that song on and it just made, that song literally makes you want to dance. It literally makes you want to engage and to have fun. So putting songs like that on, sometimes I put on my worship song. If you know me and know me well, you know I often say worship is my antidote. It can make me feel better. It can completely shift my mood. It completely shifts how I feel. So I put on my worship music just to change my atmosphere, to change my attitude, to change my mind. And it does something that's so healthy for me. Because one, it's taking me out of my head and it's putting me in a good space. So find a song this week. Find some type of music. You know, if you like classical music, if you like opera, if you like the stringed instruments, if you like jazz, if you like country, one of my friends, she loves country music. Whatever that is that puts you in a good place, listen to that song. And to go a step further, maybe you can make a playlist. That just has several different songs so that if you want something that's going, you know, to be going on that you can even play during the day so that your mind doesn't get lost. You just engage with your music. Do that. But this week, I want us to incorporate music. There is such a thing as music therapy. I want us to incorporate that and watch how it shifts your mood. You know, there are some songs I put on because I'm like, Lord, I just need you to minister to me right now. But then there are some songs I need to put on because I just want to dance. I just want to feel happy. Then there's some music that I put on on my not so good days that I just want to get this cry out. Or these are some days I'm putting on 
bust the windows out your car because that's what I want to do. But I know who I am now and I know what I stand to lose. So I'm not going to carry it out. I'm just going to sing it in and just get, get the feeling out and jump back into my worship and say, okay, Lord, heal me, soothe me, right? Look, y'all, I'm real. I'm human. I'm not perfect. And you guys are never going to get a perfect Tarkisha if that's what you expected. But I promise you, the Tarkisha that I am, I'm worth it. I don't know where that came from, but that's the truth. So maybe tell yourself, you're not perfect, you know, but the person that you are, you are worth who you are, okay? So that is our um, Don't You Worry Your Pretty Little Head technique for this week. So don't forget, you had homework. That whenever you are starting to worry, you're starting to overthink, that the first thing you're going to be doing, you're going to put into practice, you're going to put it on a sticky note, you're going to put it in a reminder, that when you're overthinking, you respond, he's perfecting the things concerning me and the things that concern me. But you're also going to incorporate music, the music of your choice to get you out of your head and to get you to enjoy yourself and to get you to stop that ish because that's the ultimate goal right all right so listen y'all i have enjoyed us today as i always do spending time with you guys sharing you know getting an opportunity to like to just talk that's not technical therapy it's really therapeutic to me getting to share you guys with you guys where i am in my journey with overthinking is really helpful and you know knowing that you guys are pulling for me and that you're doing the work also encourages me to continue to do the work to dismantle discontinue overthinking to ultimately stop that ish and so i want you guys to continue looking continue listening and i said looking because eventually yes we're going to do the um visual version so the the recorded version where you'll be able to see you know where i record i'm getting all that say um space set up learning the technicalities of all that so that i can produce something of good quality for you guys um but yes but continue listening and then as i've requested several times make sure you share this with somebody when you finish listening today go ahead and hit that share button post it on your social media post it to a thread group, put it in your group me, you know, let somebody else know that there is help out there for the overthinking. We're not out here just doing it by ourselves anymore. We are, we're banding together for something positive so that we can stop that ish and we can do it now. We can do it now. And y'all, even when we arrive to overthinkers graduation that I mentioned, like, we still going to stick around and help the other people. We're going to help the other people who didn't catch it this round. The other people who need to, to be able to discontinue this to behavior, to unlearn it. We're going to be a support to one another because ultimately that's what it's about. We're called to serve others. And so hopefully I'm serving you all well and equipping you to serve others. So please share the podcast, subscribe to the podcast so that you can get your reminders whenever we release and of course review and rate it i want to see your three four five stars and your little you know blurb of what you think about the podcast so for um so far don't forget follow us on instagram at think yourself crazy and you can go and check in for our takeaways that i like to post and other people sometimes join in and post um their takeaways but i love to have you guys um build a community there with me Last thing, don't forget about your overthinking stories and questions. Whole purpose of the stories is because I want to be able to show one that we are not in this alone. Don't think you over there, my boy, thinking about your girl 
your finances, your physique all by yourself. My girl, do not think that you're over there mulling over single parenthood or, you know, your business all by yourself. We are all in this together. And so not only are we sharing stories to ultimately show people that we're not alone, but so that we can learn how to undo it. I can provide you some tips with collaboration from my colleagues and others on how we undo that behavior or what we can do, some of what we can do to stop it in the future. Some of these stories are gonna be super, super funny. I know when I start, when I eventually when I share some of my stories that I don't want y'all to know is me, I'm gonna put it like somebody sent them in. I'm just gonna be honest, because some of y'all, y'all ain't gonna be out there judging me. Mm-mm. I'm not, I'm not having that. Y'all will not be out there judging me. So some of them, I'm gonna put my stories in like, oh y'all, this was a good one. Somebody sent in, and it's gonna be just me, something that I was overthinking about in the past or currently. So I want you to send your stories in so that we can share them, but we can help you problem solve, we can help you work through, we can help you build skills to stop that ish, to discontinue that behavior. That sound like a plan? Look, if you guys have questions, if you have concerns, you can hit us up at thinkyourselfcrazy at gmail.com. But if you have specific overthinker questions or overthinking stories that you would like to share, click the link in the job form. We're happy to take your questions. We're happy to take your um your stories that we'll share here without identifying who you are. So you'll remain anonymous, um, but we'll share them here on the podcast. Yeah, questions, as you can see, we're using those week to week now, but the stories will start in the next couple of months. Y'all, I have something super, super I'm excited about, and I'm hoping those episodes will start airing probably by late May. Um, You'll get this one in mid to late April, but hopefully by late May, you guys will be getting um, some of these fun episodes I have. Y'all want me to go through before I go? I know I said I wasn't going to keep y'all long, and I am looking at the time. But I wanted to give y'all some of the, the podcast ideas that you have that you can look forward to so that you can tell somebody, ooh, you need to get in on this dude, man. You need to get brother. You need to get on this girl, sis. Boo, you need to get in on this. Getting your husband, getting your wife, getting your little boo thing, you know, getting your best friends, getting your coworkers. So here are some of the topics that's coming up. Kids overthink too. So we don't think that kids are thinking and processing. Yes, dear, they're overthinking. We have overthinking in the bedroom. How many of y'all struggle with, ooh, are they going to like this? Am I doing it right? You know, am I pleasing? Am I not pleasing? So overthinking in the bedroom, overthinking, please don't kill my vibe. When you when that overthinking is killing your vibe and then you ultimately kill everybody else's vibe, the red flags, ooh, overthinking. Uh, overthinking will find a thousand red flags, right? People pleasing, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about... Um, is sex overrated? Like if, if our thinking create if our overthinking creates this overrated reality of what sex really is um worrying what a waste we are going to have um a series on confident people being overthinkers so overthink um confident people are overthinkers too y'all and then 
we're going to have a series on what's affecting you and look at how the different types of things that we encounter, such as relationships, grief, family matters, health issues, how those things have been specific areas of overthinking for others. Um, and then, y'all, my most personal favorite, which is going to be ongoing, is going to pop in and out here and there. I am super, super for looking forward to this. You could probably get, the, like I said, the first episode of this particular series. It's not going to be an ongoing series to where I lay them all out like in several weeks, like con several consecutive weeks. It's just going to pop in and out here and there. But overthinking with friends. Those are going to be special, special episodes. And so I am going to be recording my first one real soon with a group of my friends. And y'all, it is going to be, let me tell you, I'm already giving you a disclaimer. Those episodes are probably going to be about an hour, but I promise you, they will not disappoint. They will not disappoint. So listen, fasten your seatbelt, stay along for the ride. We have so much more to go. But before I leave you today, and I promise you, this is the very last thing. In the midst of your overthinking, think well, think intentionally, think positively. Why? You got it. Because you are worth best case scenario. Y'all have a great Tuesday and I'll see you real soon. Or I mean, I'll talk to you real soon. Bye now. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Think Yourself Crazy podcast. Listen, I need you to share, rate, and review. That's right, share, rate, and review. Before I let you go, allow me to leave you with this. If you're going to overthink, think intentionally. And as Philippians 4, 8 through 9 suggests, summing it up all, friends, I'd say you'll do best by filling your minds and meditating on things true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly, things to praise, not things to curse. Put into practice what you learned from me, what you heard and saw and realized. Do that and God, who makes everything work together, will work you into his most excellent harmonies. Remember this, you too are worth best case scenario. Chat soon.